0: Yo, welcome to the Extraordinary Podcast, slowly striving to be one of the coolest podcasts on Mother Earth. I hope you guys are having a wonderful day. I had a pretty good day these last couple of weeks, you know, it's, it's starting to cool, uh, heat up a little bit here in Texas. It was kind of, you know, getting a little chilly here and there in a couple of days, but now it's slowly starting to mellow down, which is cool, but not cool because obviously your boy here works every fucking day in a hot-ass warehouse where there's no ac and shit like that only fans that blow hot air so sweating like a motherfucker but i mean that's just life you got to deal with it you know that's the part of that's just part of the process of what it takes to be extraordinary you got to deal with shit that you don't want to do but anyway on for you know for today um i was you know after i got home from work i my fiance got chinese for me and you know, my family and stuff when we were eating all together, which was, you know, a very beautiful moment. It's very rare you get to uh, have moments like that nowadays, you know, with everyone's schedule being so busy and shit. We just got to, you know, talk about, you know, old memories and bullshit around, which is a very beautiful thing. But one of the main things that we stumbled upon was my younger brother. Now, me, my whole goal is to be the best brother that I can be. I, I take that role highly. You know, that is one of the most important things to me in, in life is to be a good brother, be a very good role model. And I think if you have the opportunity to be, you know, an older brother or hell, an older sister, or if you have, you know, some someone in your life that looks up to you to do your best and. You know, just really show them and prove to them that they have potential to achieve their dreams and goals and to just be a huge, huge standard of what they look for in life. You know, if you have that opportunity, don't take that shit for granted, because that's what they all that's what they always look up to is even when you don't believe it is half the time they look up to you. And that's just for me, that's just something that I take very, very, you know, highly. That's one of my highest things at the moment. You know, obviously, as I grow and have kids and all that, that, too, will be a part of my life. But right now, I've been blessed to be a role model for two younger brothers and a baby and a little sister. So I have to really, you know, work hard and work my ass off to be a a, a good role model and I've been doing my best I've been trying to give them the shit that I didn't have as a youngin and the information and you know just the morality boost and advice and uh, knowledge from experience so that way they can make smarter and better choices compared to what I made and dumb choices and why I should have tried maybe a little bit harder here and there and why I why it's important to achieve your goals and not lie to them about reality, because one of the things that sucks about in this world is when they're young and when when they come to the close age right now, it's mainly towards my brother. You know, I, I, my, my little, I have a 10 year old little brother and I have a little sister that's going for four years old. So they're a little too young to know some stuff about life, you know. But I'm more particularly going to my uh, uh old young brother who's 17 years old. He's about to graduate this year. Is, you know, I I, I like to give to them the re- the real. I'm a realist. We come from a family of real people, so I try to give my brother the most real information there is out there. Because as as a youngin, you know, you have a lot of people, a lot of role models, parents, brothers, sisters, uncles, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, they have a form of sugarcoating how tough reality can be at a, ve- when it's a very vital or pivotal point in, you know, um, a teenager when they're a uh, teenager's life, when they're getting ready to go into adulthood, you know, it's just shit that they're, it's not spoken to in my opinion that I think, you know, that they need to know. They need to know this information. They need to know what it's like to in the real world. They need to know what work is like, what college is like, um, things they're going to have to encounter possibly when, you know, they're not in the care of their guardians, you know, when they're have to make choices of their own, you know, shit like that needs to be, uh, expressed to them. It needs to be, you know, told to them with a lot of seriousness. And that's the shit I do. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm very blessed to have the opportunity and it just, it just it, it, it for me it, it's a very important thing and you know despite i I feel like i've I have failed a couple times. I have you know I feel like with my my younger brother there's things I would have done a little bit different and I've learned and again and it's also a part of the process too is knowing that you sometimes it's okay to come up a little bit short for, your uh for those who look up to you because it allows you to also learn it allows you to piece out you know very vital uh flaws that you have and it allows you to change for that not to happen again and you know it's it's all a learning process for both sides of the of of the bal of of the plate you know both sides you know it's it's a good balance you know and you know (laughs) It's I know I sound a little bit serious right now, and I'm sounding like it's going to a very <gasps> inspiring. Moment. I mean, and it kind of is, but I don't understand how my brother's so fucking lucky, honestly, because this little asshole has done. Now that I look about it, after you know sitting down and reminiscing and bullshitting about old you know times in the past, my little brother is a fucking asshole. <laughs> He's a little punk, man. I swear to God there's like some, let me tell you what this, this little asshole's done to me. Okay. I remember when we were kids, there was one, I mean, and I, I kind of did them dirty, but we'll, we'll get that to a second. There was one time back when at our first home, we moved, you know, to our new home, but where, where my parents live. But, um, now before then we lived in another part of the country in a little tiny home and we had a nice plot of land and, my I come from a rancher. My dad he owns uh cows, bulls. He owned uh sheep. He owned all those animals at the time, he he owned pigs. He owned chickens, sheep's goats, mainly cows, which we still have to this day. But he even owned even you know horses and other animals. And you know obviously when you live on a field, there's a lot of shit all over the all over the pasture. So. I go strolling with my older brother, my older half-brother, my, and my mother, and my little brother. We're just strolling through the pasture, you know, looking because, I mean, as a farmer or a rancher, whichever you, you choose to be, you have to always check maintenance all around the pasture, check the fences, you know, check to see if the, if, if the hay needs to be restocked you gotta um, check to see the pond because when it gets very sunny you gotta check the water you know make sure the cows are all there make sure they didn't cross into another uh, person's pasture make sure that if there are some cows that are ready to you know uh, pop out baby calves make sure they're doing okay it's a very stressful. Jo- it's a very stressful job, and it comes with a lot of responsibility to be a farmer slash rancher. So that's what we were doing at the time. And for some reason, my brother had this tree branch, and he was picking or stabbing at the cow patties, pretty much the shit all over the pasture. I don't know why. I mean, he's a young kid, so as a young kid, you. Do a lot of dumb shit that for us adults make makes no sense on how that's interesting, but for you little little young yins, he was about oh I don't know, maybe about five years old at the time, maybe a, a, a little bit younger. But he, he was sticking this tree branch in the cow patties, and he picks the cow patty up, and he I'll, I I'm walking in front of him, and he just yells. Ew, that's nasty. Just think of a, like a a young a young little kid that's not even ten years old, not even close to double digits, and you could just hear your voice go, "Ew, that stinks." And as soon as he flicks the stick with the cow shit on there, for some reason, my dumbass turns around. Sm- I don't know why I was smiling for. But I was smiling. I had a big-ass grin on my face. And you can now imagine what happens. As soon as I turn around, the cow shit lands in my fucking mouth, right? And let me tell you, it tasted salty as fuck. So people don't understand. When I say it tastes like shit, it's because I've literally tasted shit in my life. And it's one of my... It's one of the my least proud moments. It was the most saltiest shit I have ever tasted and just it was fucking potent as fuck. And oh my god, I'm like losing my shit and my mom, instead of, you know, getting onto my brother and you know my older brother, they're both laughing their asses off at me. They're laughing at me. And now that boils my fucking blood. I'm fucking pissed. And then to rub it in even more, and my little brother who threw the shit in my mouth is laughing at me. So that fucking pissed me off, and I just smeared the shit off my fucking mouth and ran at him, and as payback, I did this whole thing, even now I think, God, it was a fucked up thing to do, but I smudged the cow shit all over his face. And I'm talking, I made sure I didn't miss a fucking inch on his face. Ma- and then, I get in trouble because I'm obviously the older brother. From, you know, I'm one of the older. I should have known better. But fuck, man. It, it just, I took three L's that day, right? the Next thing. Fuck. I, always, I went home. I washed my mouth with some Dawn dish soap. I had to get that shit out of my mouth. That was one of the, the second time. Oh, God. Let me tell you. I, I, I might get them mixed up. I want to say, we had this glass door one time. Right? That is this glass door. <laughs> ah, man. I, 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 one thing you need to know about me back then... Let me tell you, I was a fucking asshole. I was at times. I, when it came to my me and my brother, when we bickered, I was a fucking asshole. I always kept instigating the fights. So we would argue over random shit, you know. It could have been anything. It could have been about, you know, a show. It could have been about sports. It could have been about anything. Who worked harder, you know, who's smarter. You know, when you have younger siblings, you argue a lot. You know, you bicker back and forth. But there's times where we would just wrestle each other because, I mean that's what a lot of us younger siblings do we fight with one another and I, again i sh- i should have known i'm five years old I'm, I'm five years older than my brother so we should have fuck. i should have fucking known better but then again i'm just i'm just that motherfucker i'm an asshole so i'm instigating my brother he tries to walk away he we we have this glass door outside and he leaves the house i'm coming there behind i'm pretty much mocking him you know um What's what's this? What's the right word? Antagonizing him, calling him names and shit. He goes to where there's a big ass little piece of gravel. We live on a gravel road, so there's like huge chunks of rocks mixed in with like all these little pieces of gravel. He picks the rock up, and he looks at me. I don't think he's gonna do anything because he's never done it before. My mom and dad are outside. They're working their asses off. You know what they always do and he decides to fucking throw the rock at me obviously i'm not going to stand i'm not going to stand in the way of a fucking rock coming at me so i i pretty much weave out of the way the rock hits the glass door shatters it and breaks pretty much destroys the whole thing at that moment i knew like the meme we fucked up here comes my mom and my dad. Oh man, we get we get our asses lit. I'm talking boy, I have never I fucking it was fucking awful. I got the chunk. Well, my, my parents never hit us like that. They never hit us hard before. People, you know, start thinking my parents are bad parents. No, they did not beat us, okay? No, we were dis- we were very disciplined, you know. My mom always wanted us to be disciplined. And when I mean discipline, I don't mean, you know, getting hit was punishment. I'm talking being respectful, being responsible. If we fuck up, they know we fucked up. They would make us learn from our mistakes, so. But that day, my mama got the chancla and beat the shit out of us. Or it was either my dad. One of the two, we got our asses lit. It was fucking, it was awful but funny at the same time. But the one, me being older i ended up taking a bigger l my little brother just got maybe a couple butt whoopings me i got fucking lit and i tried running too but they caught my ass there's one thing if, if you come from a mexican family and you got that chancla or the little or the belt coming after you better fucking run you better run man and i kind of do miss those times to when i remember i was in trouble i'd i'd about to get you know a little spanking here and there and i try to run away I kind of miss those times now you know growing up you don't get that shit anymore and you know just because you know it'd be it'd be fun because it, I knew I was gonna get a butt spanking I might as well have made it worth it so I'd try to like make my make my mother or my father or my grandma if I was over there you know if she visited I'd make sure they'd have to work for it to catch my ass it'd be like Tom and Jerry I'm gonna make you work to try to tear my ass up Oh, those were good times, though—good fucking times. But that was like another time. The next time, oh my god, this one—I I, I can not under—I can't even understand how this happened. So, my younger brother had all had a tendency to sleepwalk. He was a sleepwalker, you know. Out of all the family, it, he was the sleepwalker. I didn't sleepwalk, you know. The rest of our family didn't sleepwalk except him. So, and he would do anything in sleepwalking. He would pro- go get something to drink. He would fucking, you know, sleepwalkers just do random things that they have on their mind at the time. And my brother had a tendency to use the restroom, right? He wouldn't pee in the bed. He'd make sure he'd get out. But God knows where it would go when he took a piss. Uh, my I remember my dad caught him peeing in the fucking hallways one time, <laughs> right? So one night, I, th- I believe we watched a scary movie in theaters. And, you know, we went home and he was too scared to sleep by himself because me being the older brother and being an asshole, I would make him scared. So I tell him, you know what, fuck it. He can sleep in the room with me. We had separate rooms, you know. We each had our own privacy. But he was too scared to sleep in his room. So I asked him, okay, I, I offered in my room because I did feel kind of bad because I-, I, too, was kind of scared, but I didn't really want to, you know, let it show that I was scary. I was a fucking. I'm still a little pussy back then. But yeah. I can't. I, I believe it was. One, it was either the paranormal movies. Or the conjuring movies. I can't necessarily tell you which one it was. But I know it was one of the two. And the next day. uh, It was church day. We We had to go to church. So I was doing. I had just done my laundry. I had just did my laundry, and I I forgot to fold it up. I just left it in this basket, my laundry basket that I had, and I left it in my room. So my brother, we sleep, you know, we sleep very well. We slept pretty comfortably. You know, we were just bullshitting about the movie, how we had a good time, and we slept. And the next morning, you know, my brother's up, he's gone, he's just dressed, and he's chilling. Waiting for me. He, he, he usually had a tendency to wake up a lot earlier than the rest of us. So me, I woke up like at around 8.40, 8.50, 9 o'clock. Church started like 9.30. So, you know, it gave me enough time to brush my teeth. And, you know, I already had my clothes pre-picked the Saturday Saturday night the day before. So it was in the basket. So I wake up and I can just smell this stench. It just smelled terrible. It smelled like like sex, sweat, possum piss, shame. It smelled awful. Just no. It smelled fucking awful. Rat pit. You name know, it. Just fucking stank. And I'm like, God damn. What is that smell? It fucking stinks in here. That was that was my initial thought. I I smelt the bed just in case because I, I I legit thought I pissed. I wet the bed. I I was a I'm pretty much a teenager at this point. I'm like 16, 15, 16, 17, maybe around there. Maybe I was like probably 15, 16. So I was like, oh hell no, that's embarrassing as fuck if I piss the bed. So I'm like checking the bed, I'm checking my underwears that I got on. I'm checking myself out. Not a fucking drop on there. I can't smell shit. So then I go to I'm like, well whatever. It might just be something, you know, I'll have to deal with it later. I'm running late for church. Because I, ha- I was doing, I'm a Catholic, so I had to do, like, my communion service, you know, and then all that. I had to do my little classes for Catholics to, you know, receive the bread and wine of uh, of Jesus. So I was like, fuck, I can't run late because I got to make it on time and, you know, get to church and then go to class. So then I put on my jeans that I already picked out from the basket, and, oh, the stench just came back. I had put the jeans on. I sniffed the jeans. And I was like, ooh, that fucking stinks that's oh what the fuck threw the fucking jeans away I was like oh shit and then I had this nice kind of ah, it was like kind of like a purplish buttoned up shirt you know it looked very nice so I put that on and the same thing it just same reaction ew that fucking smells what the fuck throw that shit away and then I put my socks on. Same shit. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So then I pick up my whole laundry basket and I take a whiff in there. And oh my God, I just throw that shit. He, this fucking asshole, this little asshole took a piss in my fresh clothes that I had washed and all over my fucking bed. Ba- he had peed all. All in my fucking laundry basket. I had no clothes. I had to wear, I think, some old shit that I haven't worn in years. Because I just have a tendency to have a closet full of old clothes that I don't wear anymore. And they just hang there and collect dust. This fucking guy pissed on all of my motherfucking outfit. And just act, and he didn't have no fucking idea. I go in there ready to kick his ass. He's like, What the fuck are you getting mad at me for, bro? He's like, What the fuck did I do? I'm like, You fucking asshole, you're pissed all over my clothes. The fuck am I gonna wear? I did. I mean, there have been times where I've gotten him, obviously, but man, I remember one time I fucked up big time. And I'm, a, I'm just, I'm a fucking, I can either be the best driver. Or the fucking worst driver. Like, I have my moments where I just fucking ruin it for myself. I. was when I had my truck. And I had a truck. I had a Chevy Silverado two thousand fifteen hundred. It had the manual windows. It was uh, just a half a cabin. So, only front seats. It was blue. You know, it was a fucking badass truck, man. I still have this truck to this day. But it's all kinds of In fact, my little brother drives that truck to this, you know, today. But it was a sexy ass truck, man. I I regret ever, I regret my dad ever gifting me that truck because, man, I fucked that truck up, man. But, like, it didn't have AC and it didn't have heat. So, of course, in the summer, it was kind of, it kind of sucked. And the winter, it kind of sucked, you know. But again, that's just part of the process. You got to struggle and you got to suffer in order to get that drive in you, to get that will to succeed. So, but anyways, I had this, it was a nice truck, it drove very nice, it had a nice little rumble to it, fucking beautiful truck, like, if I if I was a millionaire now, I would try, I would restore that truck to beautiful, beautiful condition, and that is a goal of mine, so, but anyways, back to where I got my brother, Uh, we were visiting a family friend of ours, and this is one of the family i don't know why but for some reason this family for some, there's just some people in this world that think they're better than everybody else and they think they're and they think and they act like they're some people somebody that they're not you know they try to act like they're you know i guess different and you know they would try to always i guess act better than everybody else you know no one likes that kind of family but me i went because You know, the family would usually think that I didn't like them or something. So I would just do it for my parents that way. You know, they wouldn't feel bad. And also because my mother would serve food. And, you know, I I didn't know how to cook at the time. And it was free fucking food. So I would go over there. But I had my truck so I could leave whenever I wanted to. So I'd go over there to this family, deal with what they were doing just so I could eat the food. And I would leave. I left. Uh, My brother wanted to come with me because he was bored as well. So we get into the truck. I tell him to put my to put his seatbelt on, and he's like, "Bro, we're in the fucking country. Shut! Stop being a little bitch, you know. Shut the fuck up. Don't tell me what the fuck to do. It's in the middle of nowhere, bro. What the fuck's gonna happen?" I'm like, "All right." I'm like, "You better put your seatbelt on, though." So I'm driving down the gravel road, and I'm going about sixty, right? And you know, I'm driving, I'm driving, I'm driving. He's just chilling in the in the passenger seat. And then we give to this curve. It's like a little snake curve. It's like a huge S. And I was going too fucking fast to turn. So I knew I was going into the ditch. But it's an S. So in my mind, I decided to Vin Diesel it. Fast and a furious mode. I just yell, shit, hold on. And I gas it even more. And he's so I'm going like 70 into this ditch. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing? And we go into the ditch. And I managed to cross the ditch in between the little S and like the middle. So I cut... Pretty much, I cut piece of the road through the ditch and land on the other road. And I fucking go high as hell in the sky. I just said, fuck it. Full send this bitch and just fucking go for it. And I go and I made it and I land. As soon as I land, my brother starts like kind of like wincing in pain. I broke his fucking nose on 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 the dashboard. He broke his nose on the dashboard. And he's just cussing at me. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? You fucking asshole. He's like, you broke my fucking nose, you stupid idiot. And me, I'm just happy I made it, but I noticed my alignment is fucked up. I get out of the truck, obviously, to see if, you know, the radiator's not fucked up. The bumper's gone. It's like half of it's gone. Like, the plastic is gone. The metal part's bent in. Steering wheel's fucked up. I go get the plastic fucking bumper. Uh, My steering wheel's all fucking crooked. I make sure my tires are okay. And I'm like, fuck it, we're good. You know, I'm like, my dad's not going to be happy, but guess what? We fucking made it. So I drive home with a crooked-ass steering wheel, and it's still crooked to this day. And we get home. He's crying. Well, not crying. He's just in pain. He's like, damn, that fucking sucked, you know, because I broke his nose. In a way, that was like the best get-back I had of him. But then again, I fucked up my truck. And that was like the only vehicle I had at the time. And boy, it was good memories, though. Great memories, and you know, to this day, I just feel like he's a little asshole. I mean, of course, I don't hold any of that shit against him. Obviously, I just felt like, bu- Oh, excuse me, I just felt like bullshitting and just having a good time, and having fun and reminiscing on some memories about him. And I'm just saying, man, you got a younger again. If you got you got a younger youth. You know, looking up to you have that responsibility. You have that ability fucking make it count you know make it count make it worth it don't take that shit for granted be a huge example for the youth because yes my brother may have done some fucked up shit to me in my life you know he may have put in cow shit in my mouth or he may have you know fucking embarrassed me a couple times and pissed all over my clothes and Made things a little bit personal, you know. I I wouldn't take back those things for a moment because those are the shits that we can, you know, years down the line we can you know break bread, sit down and bullshit and rethink about those memories. It's it's memories that really count. So, and you again, you want to be a huge moral model to watch them succeed and you know, be proud of them, and, you know, maybe if they give you props, you'll feel great about yourself, and you know, you you know you did right when they're succeeding, because they looked up to you, you showed them wisdom and knowledge, and that's really the best, uh, information, that's really the best thing to do, and it's always a privilege to be an older sibling, it's always a privilege, it's always a blessing to be, you know, in that position, so please, you know, I, I, I beg you, to fucking take it seriously man. And for me I'm using sibling as an example because that's the position that I have, but it could be with anything whether you're an uncle, a grandparent, a parent, a sister, a mother, a uncle, aunt, a friend even. You know, I I I am I, I, a guy that has friends from all walks of life. I have a I have coworkers that I fuck with that they're 40 years old I have friends that are 50 years old I have other friends that are you know 30s 20s I know some teens that you know they ask me a lot of questions and I give a lot of advice to you know from through family friends that are in their teens you know I you know take that shit seriously because you have the ability to influence a whole bunch of people in a generation and it just and you can learn so much from them just as much as they learn from you and on that note, I'm going to leave it at there. Thank you so much for tuning in. I love y'all. I hope y'all are doing great. And if you have the opportunity, please help your boy out. Spread, you know, spread the word, you know. if Share it with all your friends and family, you know. Give this a, a rating. I don't care if it's one star, two star. Whatever you can, it fucking helps, man. It helps and it just shows that I need to do more improving or I'm just doing it right, you know. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. I love y'all. I hope you're doing well. And remember, be extraordinary. Never settle for the fucking ordinary. Take it easy.